What episode number is it? Uh, 138. Okay. God damn. God damn it. We're so close to the end of this series. It's weird. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's do this thing. to a Star to Steer by Star Trek Podcast. Today is episode 138. Woo! Which is... Oh, we also woo. Oh, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we woo. JJ does <laughs> not. On, on Wednesdays we wear pink and sometimes we woo. So um, this week, my name is Jake. This well, wow, I was at this has been. That's the end of the episode. This is Chris. <laughs> that has been Chris. Uh, this is Ames. Well, that's Ames. I'm usually Caitlin. Uh, I'm typically Kelly. My husband is Justice and has been on the, the podcast oh, before. Oh, we remember Justice. Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh. Yeah. How's he doing? He's doing all right. He's uh, he's at home with our son, middle name Riker. Oh. So, good name. Yeah, that's good a baby name. Riker, baby So that's boy. how we got stuck with the woman. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 ah, I got it in early. Sweet. Does he still have that uh, wonderful like, hair get it in never. Whoa. I'm sorry. Does he still have that wonderful hair custard? Who, he Riker? does have some wear- hair custard. Oh my god, custard, yes, he yes. smells that? delicious. Oh That's god. right. <laughs> I'm actually wearing some right now. Are you? Oh. The same stuff? Yeah, the I same stuff. I oh, haven't yeah. smelled smells your like hair yep. today. Kelly smells this. delicious. Look at this. <laughs> Runs in the family. I swear <laughs> later if I'm nibbling on you, it's not a harassment case. It's just because cookies. <laughs> well, it's just evolution. <laughs> ah, well, speaking well, that, that is a good segue, Kelly, because this week... We're going to be talking about two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. The first episode is Genesis! <laughs> the hell was that? I know, but your timing was awful. I can't cut that out. It overlapped with him saying the title, and I'm not letting him say it again so well, I can do a second time. You tip. know, honestly, then, my timing was perfect. You say terrible, I say terrific. Like And journeys end! Oh, this is going to be so piercing in everyone's ears. Yeah. See, now, I'm the only one that has to hear it without noise reduction, so... Mm. Excuse me. Speaking of, that, that one, was that horrible. That's the noise Worf made in Genesis. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, okay. So yeah, Genesis. First up, First up is Genesis. Yikes. Not nothing to do with that David Marcus or Carol Marcus. Nope. Or Scott Farkas. <laughs> God, eyes. God save me, yellow eyes. This one, but this one does involve some yellow eyes. In fact, Troy oh, yeah. sheds her black eyes for yellow. Data's always got yellow eyes. It's no big deal. Old yellow eyes. Yeah, we but call you know, Troy's Troy's a, a black eye person. Anyway, uh, so in Genesis, what happens? In brief, Bar- Barkley's <laughs> acting like a, 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 hypochondriac. a hypochondriac. He sees, you know, he's gone on WebMD. Thinks everything's fucked, <laughs> which was so good. <laughs> they they completely fucking foresaw WebMD. How many times have I told you don't check the medical database? I was like, holy fucking shit, yes. nailed it. So uh, naturally, Crusher's like, don't do that. You don't have a serious problem. You just got this <laughs> well, genetic Torellian death syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> the symptom of that is. Death. <laughs> you just have, you know, there's this thing, and you, your natural genes aren't battling it. So let me just give you this shot that'll wake up your genes. T cell shot. And uh, and it'll be better. So things are going on. Worf is testing some lasers or something. Uh, the the photon goes off course. So then Data and Picard are like, you know, let's just we got to go get the the the, the weapon. Go on a three day trip. To go on a three day trip to go find a weapon. So they leave, and uh, while they're gone, Worf bites Troy, and other other weird shits happening. By the time Data and the captain get back, everyone's turned into monsters. Devolved. Uh, yeah. De- no, no. De-evolved. Yeah. evolved So many Ds. Uh, it's like when your Pokemon wants to become a Pikachu, but instead it becomes a... Raichu? 
comes no, Pichu. Pi- Isn't Pichu a little Pikachu? I, yeah, I think it's Pichu, then Pikachu, then Raichu. Yeah. Pachu. God bless you. Anyway, so that's what happens. Everyone's turned into like monsters, like animal versions of like animal hybrids. And they eventually they figure out that the drug that Crusher gave to Barkley <laughs> was some trippy shit. Was some trippy shit. <laughs> Caused everybody to uh, to wake up their dormant genes from ancient times. Introns. 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 So, uh, you know, like, Barkley became a spider because humans evolved from spiders. <laughs> Bar- Barkley's, and only Barkley's, ancestor was a spider. I don't know, it sort of makes sense for him. Yeah. Um, Somehow, like... I would have preferred the, a Picard was in the process of, of turning into a pygmy marmoset. Which, Cute. like, what the fuck? Or a lemur. <laughs> Also cute. It's true. And then, uh, and but then, of course, the piece de resistance is Worf, oh. who's a giant fucking monster, like <laughs> with a, venom, with breath. venom, and like he's like he is alien, pretty much, pretty much <laughs> alien, like if it infected a crab. Mm. Yeah. When he fucking when she's like Worf, open your mouth, and then he like. Oh, spits some I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, he's gonna brush his teeth. I was a little confused by the fact that Crusher could identify the venom sacks, but still asked him to open his mouth yeah, in front of her. True. She says, oh, this looks like a venom sack. But well, I guess she, she had to go direct idea. the episode. She probably... So. That's well, true, yeah. They had to write her out of, out of the wait, acting. Wait, what? Gase McFadden directed this episode. What? Oh. oh my god, that's why her scene at the beginning with Barkley sucked so much. I was watching the scene, and I was like, why does this feel so shitty? Like, it felt so stupid. Gates it was McFadden. So bad. She's like, look, you've let Riker direct, you've let Picard direct. I want to direct. You let Lamar direct. Yeah, like, listen, let Gates. me direct, and then they decide, alright, you can direct this fucking trash uh, yeah, fire. But didn't didn't some didn't like fucking uh, fuck. Didn't LeVar Burton do that one where he de-evolved into some shit? Isn't he the one that directed that one? I don't think so. I think oh, he would right. be too busy Look, acting. Look, I'm just one. saying is this woman Well, you think that, but did... Gates McFadden proves otherwise. He did second chances. Oh, okay. This woman has appeared alongside Kermit the Frog. She deserves better. <laughs> well, Listen, that's true, yeah. She gets to direct everything in the fucking show. I'm just saying. She's always directing shows within the show, so she should have stuck mm. to that. Yeah, she should have done the uh, but, you know, I, crazy I, Riker thing. I will not blame her for this episode. She didn't write it. She just got saddled with yeah, the and I'm, and I'm certain she did as well as she could could have with this mess. Yeah, it's trash. Oh my god. I remember seeing this as a kid. And not having advanced scientific knowledge, but having gone over the most basic concept of evolution. So even then going... Why the hell is Barkley a spider? I missed, Why is I missed Barkley the a spider? chain in evolution well, where well, human so, beings so, are so spiders at one point. I think honestly, this whole thing there's real there's two explanations in the episode given. Both of them bad. Introns. Well, there, it's all about introns, yes. But at one point, Data says, and I could kill him for it. He says the crew is de-evolving. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Which is just dumb. Because that's not what was happening. What was happening, and what was later explained... They were becoming mutants. Is that they were... It was, the introns are like, yeah, we share DNA with spiders. And, like, some of our distant ancestors might have had arachnid light. Like, we don't know this, but, you know, there might have been some crossover. Doubtful. Well, apparently we're genetically super close to mice, which is why they do so much, like, cancer research with mice. Well, we're, we're, we're genetically super close with... All mammals compared to spiders or fish. I think or we're closest to pigs. Iguanas. Cats and iguanas oh, that's are the same. Cats yeah, certainly iguanas. they use like pig hearts and um, stuff. Oh, so yeah, so Jake, you, forgot, you forgot to mention Jake. Yeah, that's right. Spot, Spot had her kittens. Yeah, Spot had her kittens and then literally <laughs> turned into an iguana and the kittens starved to death. It was a really cute iguana, too, though, at least. I mean, um, I was digging. Yeah. No, they, they were milking that iguana. The kittens were fine. Oh, no, no, they showed up and they are like, they oh. sound hungry. And it's like, yeah, because this bitch turned into an iguana right after plopping them out. And I feel like if it was a day afterwards, they probably wouldn't No, be they alive. wouldn't have survived. They said like, three days. And, right? then, and then, like, oh. like uh, no, I thought they said they were 24 hours Picard and Data didn't try did to, like, uh, feed the cat, cats at all. Either. No, he just kind of left. He just yeah, left. So the cats are definitely dead. Picard hates all children. He didn't I, even go over to like, you know, have some just created for him mm. through the replicator. Like, probably... you know, I could feed these cats. Well, being but, fair, yeah. the replicators probably weren't working. That's fair, because the computer was off. I, I will yeah. say, I remember on the way, it's like, oh god, I can't think of a single nice thing to say about this episode. And then, well, 
There were those kittens. Mm, they yeah. were adorable. The other they nice really thing, were. the other nice thing, because I was t- talking to Kelly about this episode a little bit, and I do give a lot of credit to the makeup. Yeah. Barkley yeah. looked yeah. horrifying. Yeah, no, that was unpleasant. Troy looked really cool. I didn't mm. even recognize Barkley. Like, I actually, actually needed them Barclay. to tell me that that was Barkley. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? What was that? And I, I was like, and it was I actually, also would like to What's know. the actor's name? Dwight Schultz. Dwight Schultz. It was actually Dwight Schultz, too. The only actor who didn't do the makeup shit was Michael Dorn, for some reason, as if he's not used to it. it well, they probably had a suit they yeah. wanted to build that required a smaller actor to be oh, in that, it. Oh, that would make sense. And or he'd already been in the fucking makeup chair for 45 and a half hours just to get into normal Klingon gear and was like, if you think <laughs> I'm doing that again, you're crazy. All right, so the thing that the worst part about this episode is... All of it? Is that uh, <laughs> the point? when they're in the... When the they're fact in that Sikbe it contradicts and, and, the change? And Monster and Monster Wharf is attacking sickbay. He's denting the sickbay door. Mm. But then when they show him from the outside, the door is not dented. My God. Oh, I didn't even notice. Mm. That is the Yeah, worst you're right. Thing. That was the worst part. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Um, but yeah, what you were saying, Jake, and they seeded that. You know, they had that line where it's like, well, you know, there's all kinds of DNA floating around. It's like, yeah, but not enough to literally turn someone into a spider. Well, also, so let's not forget, like, what Apparently DNA... Apparently you're wrong about that. Like, what is DNA, right? DNA is essentially... It's the, a sequence the, of amino acids, right? Yes, and it's the instructions... It's in your blood. <laughs> that, ...that, like, dictate what cells Do. should should turn into when they when they replicate, right? Like Well, not even that, like that. That might be RNA. I don't know. It's very complicated. They're the building blocks of life. It's not. The point is, if you change, if you suddenly change somebody's DNA, they'd probably just die. Yeah, no, their cells would stop functioning. Like that's what properly. cancer is, right? Like cancer is like defective DNA. No, no. cancer is uh, cells uh, self replicating. Like over replicating. Yeah, but isn't it because the DNA is damaged? I don't know. To be honest, it could, it could be. But, I don't um, know enough about it. No. But yeah, no, it's not. All you could do is get a pregnant woman and steal her amniotic yeah. fluid, which is made up primarily of. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a ton of piss in amniotic fluid. <laughs> that explains it so fetus, much. Is it the fetus piss or what? Um, I don't really know. I'm not sure whose who's piss it is. Who's pissing in women? Well, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh. No, wait. He like getting pissed on. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, por qué no los dos? You know, I mean, it was it was really good. You you were there with it. It was perfect. It doesn't matter. We don't have to. Oh, hi, kitty. Well, that's about being the editor is that even if it hadn't been perfect, I could edit it to make it seem like I was. Yeah, that's true. You're not that good at... Oh, I mean... <laughs> Shit. You want to edit this episode? Tell me how easy it is. Uh, no, that's why... Try belching some more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, this episode's garbage. Yeah, um, no, it is. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those ones, though, that I feel like was was written kind of for kids. Because I feel like... Or by a kid. Or Because I feel like, I don't know, kids <laughs> be, you... would be like, Oh, it's a fear of heat. Turn it into something. You know what bugged me? I know you said this a while ago. I forget what that episode it was. Animorphs said, like, was popular at the time. Dude, that was such a good series of books. <laughs> but you said a while ago, Jake, I forget what episode it was about, but talking about how, like, Star Trek trying and failing to do horror. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, like, this one, you know, again, it's very... It, really, is, like, it's it is kind of scary. Yeah, it's a horror episode. But then, like, in the middle of it, they have the whole thing where it's like, oh, yes, you're turning into a lemur, which, like, felt like it was supposed to be a joke. And it's like... Did you see how Did you see how lemur like Patrick Stewart was acting? <laughs> Amazing. The man can do anything. <laughs> but it, it just felt like now you're going to put a joke in now? Like well, let's be a joke. Let's be real. Well, I mean Dana was being serious, but I feel like the, you know, having him talk about the specific kind of monkey that the mm. captain is turning into feels like it's supposed to be comedic. Although to be fair, Data did open with a joke at the beginning of the episode. Mm. What was the joke? Didn't he open it with a joke? No, that, no that's, that's, that's a no. Oh, crap. That's <laughs> in case you didn't know, that was a joke. Say that again in a couple minutes. Okay, we'll do. Um, no, I actually read, like, this episode, the, the, the idea for it has been kicking around, kicking around since season four. I thought you were going to say one, because no. I'd have believed that. That's true. It's no, been it kicking was, around it was since in phase TOS. Two, but uh, Rick Berman, like, kept, it was Brandon Braga's idea, and Berman kept shelving it until someone could actually make the science work. And their science advisor says, wait a minute introns and they're like yes that just might work and we have no other stories that we could possibly write was their science advisor high see i I, i'd buy i'd buy it if it was like an alien thing like a like an alien virus that or something or transporter problem 
I, like, but no, Barkley, it's Barkley's messed up um, insides. Because, like, I don't know, the treatment of DNA as a, just a concept on Star Trek in general is ridiculous. Because, you know, like, with... With, with, the chase, with, like, oh, with the chase, you mean? Well, there's that. But, like, Ogawa, you know, she's, she's basically, you know, a, a monkey person. Mm-hmm. And then Data gives her the shot, and then she's... The next, you know, the next shot she is... No, it was a few shots. It was. They also had to. She was, right but she immediately, like, all of the body hair was gone. Was gonna, she was, was back to her normal figure. It was a like, lot. Yeah, that they I was cut gonna pick time. out. I was gonna pick on the the hair part because even if she morphed back, yeah, she's like, still gonna have to like shave the, that the hair off. would fall out over time. Maybe who knows? But mm, it, she wouldn't just not. be. It reminds me of uh, like. Uh, like uh, the dying years, deadly the, years, the deadly years, where they just mm. yep, okay, they're young now, they're back or to normal. The one where uh, Diana was aging and then was instantly young again mm. as well. Like uh, you'd at least think that they'd be like, oh well, we can use the transporter traces because that's an established thing yeah. on Star Trek. Oh, that's true. They've done we that can, a million we can times. We can beam you back in as your old self. They've been doing that since Lorelai's signal. Mm-hmm. This is another, and this is another thing too. Is like great the, idea, the, Spock. The, the ship is gonna be trashed. Eh? you got you're gonna have dead people all over the place, including you know that poor, of eating poor bastard on the bridge. Just you're gonna got, have shit everywhere. Like, every, well, yeah, so was, much poop. That guy. So much poop. I have to give mad props to that one red shirt that was on the bridge though, because they focused on him with his head back and his eyes crossed and open for like ever. Well, I was reading about was that. Really I, re- I read. It, well, I actually I read like, about that on Memory Alpha that the actor that they had for the beginning part of the episode in that as that character, though he like, he talked to Riker and stuff. Listen to Jake. This is a The lie. actor this actually died during that scene, <laughs> and they're like, "We can use this." Yikes! I, uh, this weekend at Bernie, this shit. That's fine. You know, like, you have a card having to inform families. Like, how weird must it be? Dear Mr. and Mrs. That Guy, mm-hmm. I regret to inform you that your son perished in the line of duty. He Warf- was murdered by Warf- a de-evolved member of the crew. <laughs> Long story. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> Captain JLP. I feel like this is the moment where the guy from Monty Python busts in like, no, stop it, stop it, much too silly, nope. Do you think he made an announcement like he made for Cedo? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're sorry like... to announce that Cadet that guy. Latrec has died of Worf. Worf is <laughs> Worf to how death. Is, how is Worf gonna feel about this later? Great. I'm willing to bet this is one of those things that like they just don't tell him. <laughs> well, yeah, like I'm sure it's one what of those things where guy? it's like once you've been fixed, like you don't remember the period where you were devolved. Because if not. This is the mission everyone just silently agrees to never discuss again. Yeah. I quit Starfleet. Like forever. they never talk about. It. It's like, you know, remember that time? No, we don't, Harold. We don't remember the time I turned into a parrot and shit all over you. Well, you know, they kind of do that because you know, at the end of the episode, shit. we only get Barclay's yeah. re- reaction, and it's not very. It's pretty lighthearted. It's pretty lighthearted. It's like, oh, I have like, a syndrome named after but me. But like, you, like, like Deanna's there, and she doesn't have any trauma apparently about having been turned into a fish monster we don't see Worf or, or Riker really you know so the, I don't know there's a lot of like fallout as a result of this episode that I yeah. think would be have been interesting to see mm. some of guys consider how much we just glossed right over all of Jean-Luc Picard's shit after being borged like mm. did you really think they were gonna I mean he got an episode yeah. wrestled with his brother yeah, yeah. But... also who reconstructed Bev's face? Bev's face? Yeah, because they in the beginning he, she gets venomed in the face, and they say, "Oh man, she's going to need a whole lot of facial reconstruction." Well, oh. once they once they I fixed that. the rest of the medical staff, one of them did it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's actually been a, it's actually been about six yeah, actually, months. Yeah, because she mentions when things are starting to go hooey. So, oh, get Doctor Somebody and Doctor Salar down to somewhere. So, I know what Salar turned into? Vulcan. Sell it. I hope it was a sell it. A salamander. Oh man. So you think <laughs> as she was as she was de-evolving, you think there was a moment where she turned like full proto-Vulcan and was just violent and murdering people left. That, she's actually the one that killed Johnny Redshirt. Oh. She wanted to mate with him. He was like, I'd rather not, and she's like <laughs> Proto-Vulcan. Uh, yeah. yeah, was a Yeah, so great episode. Real was, great. Super good. Real what? Like exciting. so you said they cut a lot for time. Would was there any cause 
They seem to be implying things about Jordy, but like they never yeah, got Jordy into never, what. Well, no, Jordy. See, Jordy even was just exhausted. When everybody else seemed to be really affected, Jordy didn't seem affected at all. Like he, there was a point where he. Jordy's was already pretty de-evolved. Yeah. <laughs> that's racist. No, it's just Jordy. It's the incel thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think like, he actually first... just turned into a giant man-sized fedora. He turned. He turned into a, ma- a maga hat. Oh, but, uh, well, that's well, he's not that bad. But um, he's close, what were you asking, Chris? Well, I was gonna because at first it was like, oh, he's tired because he's trying to keep up with Barkley. But then they really kind of leaned on it, like, no, no, it's because he's D of all of them. Maybe he was turning into a sloth. Aww, he'd be a cute sloth. Sloth. Somehow the, the visor, visor. is so cute. becomes sloth size. Don't ask. It just did. <laughs> no, that tracks. People's clothes always. Like nobody turned into like a bird. Maybe they did. We don't know. We only really saw like four or five people and what became of them. Mm. We didn't see a lot. Yeah, dumb Riker was kind of fun. Neanderthal yeah, Riker? Not, not when he was Neanderthal, just like when he was dumb. Oh, that's great too. <laughs> that's, that, 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 <laughs> is, that seemed, I bet that's indistinguishable from a hungover Riker. Yeah. Right. You know, like that's, that's me when I've gone to work on a day I shouldn't have. <laughs> Like oh no I was sick shit what yeah I'll dip, you do yeah whatever you think oh god yeah, oh just, fuck do, do what's my thing. password what's my password for this computer yeah. oh no, no computer <laughs> no I know for I know because they had to cut things for time they cut a whole a whole sequence where they were gonna have Barkley drop from the ceiling <laughs> instead of spring up behind stop. the glass stop stop which. Well, the big thing of silk coming out is beautiful. Yeah, I, I know, episode, it's kind of like, the, the pacing of this episode really kind of sucked, too. Like, they could have spent more time With in the, the horrors. Oh. Because they the... spent so long building up to yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, maybe it was just a budget thing, and they, you know, doing the makeup and everything and shooting was expensive, but they spent a lot of time before anything really happened. Yeah. Like, that's why I forgot, because, yeah. like, oh my god, what, I, get, I, get to the bad science already. Oh, and what actually, you know, you know what, that also explains it, then. Gates McFadden directed, no wonder that scene at the beginning was so fucking long, too. You feel like you spend so much time talking to him about fucking, this is your T-cell thing, I'm gonna check you're this thing, and you're that thing. Come on, Gates. Mm. You're better than this, Gates. spider wrench. Maybe you're not. spider wrench. Do-do-do. From a ledge. <laughs> I'm that, bad well, at if, No, I mean, if you could have filled in the do to dos from a ledge was quite good. To be honest, I didn't even notice the difference in Reg. So. Oh, poor Reg. <laughs> but then again, I feel like the scenes of the, you know, sort of the the weird personality traits coming out in the in the crew was was some of the more interesting stuff in the episode. Mm. You know, Troy's always thirsty. And like some, and some of the literally. Su- and some of the ah. and some of the subtle things they did. Like you I don't think know if you that would have been Riker's But like when they're ha- when they're in the conference room after Worf had attacked Crusher, Ogawa is there and when she gets up, she kind of does like a hand walk across the, across the table. I did see that, oh. and I didn't like, understand And then she why walks out, kind of like you know, like like a monkey kind. Man, of. I, I, I gotta give Ogawa more props than that. Like, so there was like little subtle things in the show, like that one that was, uh, you know. I'm really more, glad more you interesting mentioned touches. that because I made note and then was kind of like just let it go. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. What I enjoyed the most, and is she was that... like holding her hands like like you know like a chimpanzee. You know, what I liked was when they. They focus on Riker. He had his hands. He was given a big old finger, big time. <laughs> he was like, with his big old finger up, and I was like, oh shit. He was I trying to that. eat Livingston. Yes. Why didn't Livingston devolve? Uh, you can't get lower than Livingston. Well, I, I, I imagine the T cells don't permeate his tank. Oh, yeah, let's go with that. that. I want to go with that. God, what did fucking Worf shoot all over Picard? Was that piss? Probably. I'm pretty sure it was piss. It was venom. It was probably the venom. Yeah, but his, the the piss the it piss burned. venom was like it, yellowish. It burned him. And when it he burned him, yeah. and when he venomed Bev, it was like a blue icicle breath. Well, I think that was like a different stage of How the evolution. Venom sacks does this man? He's have? got a lot of sacks. Okay, Yikes. he's got at least two. You know, thinking on it, I kind of wish this is what this instantly would have been a way better episode if Livingston had turned into some sort of horrible octopus monster and we got an awesome octopus caveman fight. Mm. Like that would have been great. That would have been wow. Right? Wow. You might as well go full B fifties movie with it. Could they have brought back the TOS fight music for it? Fuck yes. (laughs) But yeah, no, caveman Riker versus big fuck off octopus Livingston. All I can think of is that weird fish monster from Bioshock Two. Oh, um, 
That's what I imagine Livingston would have turned into. Yes, I forget. What? Alexander, Philip something, something. That might have been. Yeah, Alexander, you're right. Holy shit, well done. Yeah, why do I remember? I can't remember his surname, but. Yeah, I don't know. What's happening in Cetacean Ops right now? (laughs) Oh, God. Dude, no, the fucking, the dolphins are fine. You know? Are they? Yo, yeah. 100%. 100%. They're like, everything is going they, they according just, to plan. <laughs> no, they just they sprouted their legs. Oh, <laughs> God, but they still have dolphin bodies, so it's just like a fucking dolphin with, with a tail spear. It's like little legs. Barbie legs. <laughs> the reverse merman. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you ever see how, like, if you look at, like, like uh, certain whales, I don't know about, about dolphins, but whales, some species of whales actually have leg bones. They do, yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just floating in that the are like, too. Yeah, they're, they're not attached, because they're but they were leg bones that were from when they were yeah, no, land they, creatures. Are they, uh, are yeah, they what a... the, the people in Wally turned into? Oh, yes. But no, they're, they're, that is the a theory that... that? Vestibular or something? Vestigial. Uh, vestigial. Vestigial. That's vestigial. That's but yeah, no, there, there is a theory that there were some... evolution is what I was going to say. That basically whales were like creatures who, you know, they came out of the ocean, lived on land for a while, and then went, actually, this sucks. It went back into the ocean. Breathing air is the worst. I still breathe air. I've been considering going back into the ocean, but I don't think it works that way. It's um, still the worst. But well, so you're right though. The air. whales might still just have legs and they're tottering around the ship like oh, Yeah, that's God. true. Whales do have to yeah, breathe air. Good what... point. They're <laughs> mammalian. They have yeah. to do that thing. All right. Well, yeah, well so they like... kind of half-assed it, right? Like, ah, we'll yeah, sh- we'll get Troy... rid of these gills now that we don't need them now that we're on say, land. Ah, fuck. Troy at least devolved into some gills. Yeah. So she could true. lay that's face true. down in her fucking tub. That was so also, creepy. Also, also, I finally see why people ship Troy and Worf. Because that was pretty hot. The non-consensual bite. And you're saying that Chris is into some weird shit? (laughs) Jeez. I mean, listen, I don't know kink shaming right now. No, they're 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 continuing to build the Troy Wharf thing, and now it's like, oh man, he thinks he's her mate. Mm. Well, that's because he bit her in the face. (laughs) Um, listen, don't shame us, okay? (laughs) Maybe Ames and I like to be bitten in the face as part of the mating process, okay? And then we spray our venom at you. Yep. Like... I will say I found the. Oh, um, no. I didn't. I didn't notice that McFadden had directed this, but I did find the scene where he got sprayed with the venom really upsetting because it was so like so much screaming. Yeah, it was like it wasn't like casual TV violence. It was like someone credit to her. It seemed like she was genuinely in a great deal of pain, which really is. Weird she, she for Star she, Trek? It's because she knew she had to put her name on this script. She wasn't a great deal of pain. That wasn't acting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it really upset me. Like, they really lingered on it, and I was just like, ah, end it already. It's just, like just when they did... thinking of future forum posts that people were going to make about the episode. Exactly. <laughs> ah, I don't even know what a forum is yet, and I know it's bad. No, it's like, um, remember the theatrical cut of, uh, did anybody else see the Sweeney Todd theatrical cut? Did you? No. no. All right. Well, um, quickly, Tim Burton made Sweeney Todd into a movie starring fucking Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter because Tim Burton only casts people he's having sex with. And there's this scene at the end where, spoilers, Sweeney Todd like shoves Mrs. Lovett into a furnace and they lingered on that cut for like ever. It's like her, her whole body catches fire and she's just screaming, 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 screaming for so long and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, sweet yeah. baby Shireen, no. Also, but thankfully they got rid of a lot of that. Actually, I don't think they even show it in the uh, I in, do not in, the, remember. in the the home video version. You know what's funny, Jake? Just looking over my notes for this episode, mm-hmm. I thought I didn't notice Ogawa walking weird, but apparently I did. <laughs> but I didn't get it because I said, "Why was Ogawa limping?" I was gonna say, "Oh, Ames did like oh. the actress hurt herself or something." So no, she was turning into a to God. a monkey. We can just be thankful that they didn't turn her into a panda. That's true. Oh. Pandas are cute. Oh. Yes, yeah, but, but but problems. Well, we, and we had enough racism this week without that. Ogawa <laughs> theoretically, Good segue, Caitlin. Thanks. Ogawa theoretically, I mean, I don't know about the actress, but the character probably Japanese. Yeah, and, that's true. And but they don't know. It's Asian. Yeah. A- Asian. No, I know. It, Star Trek is yeah, very Ogawa's guilty. Ogawa's definitely a Japanese. Actor. It does sound So dangerous. my first note on this episode Which? is ge- uh, Genesis is, oh Christ, here we go. And my last note is fucking Spider Barclay. Oh Christ, there we went. <laughs> my last note is fucking Barclay. Ah, there we go. <laughs> what 
he gets the disease named after him. But like the thing is, which we totally get, isn't I feel, a like, thing, I feel by like we got robbed of a Barkley episode yeah, here it's because usually... Barkley episodes are usually good. Mm. But we didn't get enough Reg action. Mm. But uh, no, we got more than fucking enough. If he was going to act like that the whole time, well, sure. Mm. Well, plus we already got to see hyperactive Barkley in the nth degree. Mm. Yeah, give I, us a new Barkley, goddamn. I, I will say, um, give us starstruck Barkley. We're getting that in first contact. That was my joke. Oh, uh, I uh, good one. <laughs> it was. Boo. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Boo this man. What's that from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like something from like. Family guy? White kids I know, or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, yeah. Whitest kids I know. There actually, there was another huge fucking problem with this episode. You briefly see Worf's feet. Oh, no. And they're not raged. Fuck this episode. Yeah, yep. I thought it couldn't uh, get worse. We knew but it went alas, all the way down. No. I know that this episode. Yeah, I got a foot transplant after that spinal injury. I talked um in, a, in fucking TAS about the. Star Trek 101's Spock's Brain Award, mm. in which they give an award to the worst episode of a series, and this was this was it for TNG. Wow, yeah, I can see that. The yeah. worst, the worst. I don't know if I give this worst of the series, but it's pretty. Bad. It's a definite. It's definitely a contender. If you assume that Shades of Grey doesn't count, <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone seems seems to be assuming. But at any rate, uh, I think we've had enough of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about something a little more light. The Trail of Tears. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, no. Uh, this is why Jesus changes middle name. All right, so, so uh, Journey's End. In Journey's End, the ship is joined by one of our least favorite characters of all time, Admiral Bitchev. Oh, I thought you meant Wesley. I know. <laughs> Wesley I, I was baiting you with Wesley. Well, good um, job. You got and, and also Wesley's there. Uh, Wesley's home on vacation yeah. from Starfleet Academy, and he's all mopey and kind of a little twat at everybody. Yeah, new and improved piece of shit, annoying yeah. asshole, Wesley. You know, he Yeesh. treats Jordy like shit. He treats everyone like shit. To be fair, though, it sounds like Jordy pretty much fucked up, though. I mean, yeah, yeah Jordy really screwed the but, pooch. But the problem is, though, is like, sorry, oh, I'm interrupting you pooch. again. But huh, that's true. Jordy has a history of like not being really good at taking constructive criticism. So even though Wesley was being kind of a bitch, he just doesn't like people telling him he's doing it wrong, which I think is uh not cool. He Jordy, puts... stop fucking Leia on the holodeck. Don't tell me what to do, mom. <laughs> uh, his mom's dead. That was really oh, insensitive. Yeah. <laughs> She's not dead. She's just sleeping. Missing. Anyway, so yeah, Admiral Necheyev shows up as well to be like, hey, Picard. And like, Picard's like, Picard's like, man, we have to make a really good impression because she's such a bitch. And every <laughs> Here, time, have some, every have time, some I, canapes. Every, every, every time, you know, she gives us a mission, it's a big prom because she sucks. <laughs> and uh, so let's treat her nice and let her know that, that she's welcome on the ship. So I made her some, some shitty tea and some crumpets and bullshit. And uh, so she comes on board, and the first thing she does is say, fuck you and your crumpets. And then she's like, actually, on second thought, I'll, I'll eat your crumpets. All right, last method, not working. So anyway, uh, is like, yo, yo, Johnny boy, I got a mission that only you can do. Drive some Indians off their land. <laughs> a mission from God. By by any by any means necessary. And Picard's like, okay, orders in order. <laughs> no, but first he's like, okay, but like, do you see the irony of this? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay then. So as long as I, I'm, I, the only, I, as long as I'm <laughs> the only one. <laughs> um. So we we find out that uh that that yes. Indians still exist, and we're talking oh. about American, Native American, uh, North American. Indians in this Yeah, was case. it in that first conversation that they were already using the word Indian? Yeah, they use oh, they right use away. Indians through it. constantly. And this is interesting because this I is was like so this is this is the mid nineties, which I feel like is the height of the 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 someone didn't tell the, the Native American uh, you know use of that word coming into popularity. I feel like yeah, like yeah. It, it, they should have gotten the memo. Yeah, like I remember it was it was people it was still, not cool. People are still calling them Indians now, fifteen years later. Well, yes. I mean the the episode description calls them Native American Indians. Well, that's on Netflix. But I mean maybe, maybe I can sort of understand maybe there, like I, I would be like I would say it's like Indigenous people, which I guess is kind of a roundabout way of saying Indian. Well, no, it's a roundabout way of saying Native American, and it's totally fine. Yeah, but isn't Indigenous isn't 
the word itself derived from Indian? No, indigenous no. means like your people started there, like from that area is indigenous. Like you can have indigenous yeah, plants. But what's the etymology of the word indigenous? I'm sure know. it isn't Indians. Do you want me to look it up? Oh, All right, yeah. go on. I'll find out. Anyway, but no, I think like at the time, indigenous wasn't used as often. That's more <laughs> that's that's the transition now to sort of. I could have said First Nations. Of course, nobody in the United States would know what that meant. Uh, <laughs> that's a Canadian thing. Indigenous origin Latin. Indigena, a native. Oh, okay. So actually, we probably got the word Indian from the same Latin root, but yeah. not necessarily. But but Indians are named after. Oh yeah, India. So India. no, I guess we didn't. So it's just a great coincidence. Isn't really, that nice? Really interesting. Don't you love it when T I L? Don't you love it when things work out? This oh, has been so nice. etymology corner. I love that shit. I'll do that etymology all day. Um, but anyway, okay. So yeah, we'll we'll example. say indigenous then. Uh, indigenous North American. Because American Puebloans, they say they're Pueb- oh, did they? they're they did. Pueblans. Oh, did they? They did. Yeah, because yeah. they talk about how Picard's ancestor murdered their oh, people right. when he was a Spaniard. I'm picturing still oh my Picard, motherfucker! It's my Sean Connery impression. Isn't he a fucking Spaniard in Highlander? And he's yes. like, "Oh, what is haggish?" Yep. <laughs> this is perfect. It's all come full circle. Um, but anyway, Jake, yeah, I'm gonna finish it off. So basically, long story short, Picard agrees to do the mission. Which so basically, the planet's been given to the uh, to the Cardassians in a treaty. So that's why they need to get these people off. Of the planet, and uh, what do you mean these people? What the hell is whoa. wrong with you? Um, so Wes goes down there and gets all uppity about shit, and's like, "Yeah, we're gonna fucking resist, resist." And and Worf's like, "What the fuck are you doing, kid?" Well, because he'd been I went on a vision quest. Yeah, quest. He went, he, he by got, oh my he got, fucking god, he got stoned with Walking Bear. What? And, he did, he did drugs knows. for the first time, and then a minute later, he's at a protest. <laughs> he was like, "Now I understand what Tasha was saying about drugs." <laughs> Worf has done vision quests too. Come on. So anyway, it almost it almost blows up in everyone's face until <laughs> until <laughs> P- sorry P- until Picard makes a deal between the Cardassians and the uh, the Native Americans and says um, and they are all like yeah all right we'll let the we'll let them stay here we'll let them keep their colony and we won't fuck with them if they don't fuck with us and uh, Do we trust the Cardassians no, no, not at all no, those people those are, people those people are, are already dead, like, dead two weeks later for um, sure like. Yeah, it doesn't work. And then the Dominion. Well, yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna end well for these people. Not at all. Wait, do we see them again? No, I just. I just know it won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, it turns out that the sage old Indian guy was just uh, was actually the traveler in disguise all along. <laughs> Wesley Wesley's uh, special man friend who wants to take Wesley <laughs> oh, on a no. on a magical a, a magical journey oh, to magical explore the deepest darkest holes. In the universe, no. and this just improves the episode. And yes, yeah, so so basically, the, the the travelers like, listen, Wesley, this was all a test to see if you had the balls to stand up. Listen, to, Wesley, to your dad. I used these people and put them in harm's way so I could have a friend. Um, Wait, was the traveler in on any of this? Sounds like something Wesley. He just do. showed up there to to maybe he was taking advantage of an existing situation. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I assumed was, I assumed yeah. he just. Got I mean, there. considering he can will anything into existence. You'd think that he would just solve the problem. Give Wesley a better shirt. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm not saying he caused the situation, but he's definitely using it to his advantage and making things worse. Yeah. In the process. Um, but yeah, so Wesley is like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna go off with with this guy now. I quit, I quit Starfleet. Bye, mom. Bye, dad. See ya. And that's the end. What's really awful about this is that everything. You guys don't like this one. There could have been a good episode Wait, in did here. Did you? I didn't hate it. Right. I liked the the conclusion of where Wesley goes. I think that was good. I, I, far away from I actually, us. I actually, yes, agreed. I agreed. Actually, <laughs> I actually didn't. I I liked most of the Indian stuff except for the stuff that the guy who turned out to be the traveler was doing. Wait, can we just agree to say Native Americans and not keep saying Indians? Well, they said Indian in the episode. I know, but we're better than. That. I thought we said Indigenous people. God damn it! Anything, Which one is anything it? but Indian? Pueblo, Pueblo. Yeah. So my thing is like. You know, it definitely leans on a lot of stereotypes. But it, again, it I feel like most of the on ones the... that it really leans on are the ones that the Traveler himself is perpetrating. I said the same thing. I actually felt like the episode was not as bad because all the super, like, he's the one who's like, we you probably think, yeah, and you probably think that we only, like, you know, converse with the animal spirits and the buffalo and the frog, but we also with the Klingons and the... 
And I, the, the fact that he wasn't even Native American, I was like, good. That's that's great. Like all the, all the other guys worst. are just like, yeah, we don't want to leave our, our homes. Chris did point out that the one dude was kind of like, the mountains welcomed me. But I was like, yeah, but I like, here's the they, thing is, I don't know nearly enough about any of Native American spirituality, but I do know that it became a big thing where people kept saying spirit animal and that was like offensive. Mm-hmm. So what I have to assume from that is that the spirit animal and concepts of that like this, where there is this spirituality about nature must exist still in the culture mm. and therefore feeling like a harmony with the with the nature and the space that you're in must be sort of part of that spirituality. Mm. So that didn't bother me as much. There's definitely though a lot of leaning into like noble savage stereotypes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was looking at this episode a little bit. I read a little bit in my companion book, which I have about how like the the writers and the staff they approached a bunch of different people of t- different tribes uh different heritages to to consult on this episode and all of them said just don't just don't name names just don't make it about my people just don't make it specific to any of us uh, which is why they call them the, just the Puebloan people cuz that's not a tribe it's just any fucking group in the southwest oh okay i didn't know that so basically like the designers and the writers they came up with all the native american style language and design and stuff out of nothing Mm -hmm. but did they actually end up because like i know for example that the so the the uh, the previous time we had a, a native american episode was uh, the animated series with Walking Dead. Oh, no. But in as much as like we kind of cringe about that episode... I was just doing turned, doing something. Yeah. But, well, but turned, the writer was it actually... It turned out that the writer was a prominent Native American well, and they, writer. And they and, won an Emmy for that, that yeah, episode. And it was considered to be a pretty... You know, it, we cringe at it because, you know, we're a bunch yeah. of whiteies and we don't know shit. Well, no, it's not just um, that. It's because 40 years later, it's even though that was the best they could do in the 70s, it's still yeah. a little... But, I, but it, you know, it, it probably... It seems like it did it did justice to, to what it set out to do. Whereas I'm unsure, I don't know, with this episode, you know, how, how did the Native American community react to this episode? I don't know. I don't have that information. There was also a lot, like... You gotta remember, like, there's a shitload of like Native American fetishizing going on in in pop culture at this time. With like, mm. you know, this is probably was there. Well, you could, yeah, you got like oh, no. stands with a fist. Uh, uh, not that's the dances with dances with wolves. Did you say dances with a fist? Stands no, the fist. stands with a fist was a character in, <laughs> in dances with yeah. wolves. And you know how much Jake likes fists. Well, that's why I thought I was like, wow, he just got fisting on the brain. Uh, Indian in the cupboard. Any of the cover. Oh, right. Uh, I don't know. God, that's that the one he so gets was bad. probably earlier than this, I think. Maybe. Or maybe not. I don't know. The P.S. Dances uh, with Wolves is a super good movie. Pocahontas was probably... Uh, no, that's a little later, right? Later that was the 90s. The commercial the with the crying Native American. I mean, this is also the It's 90s. not even... Who, is it, it, it was just like a lot of Italian guy? But anyway, yeah. so like there was a lot of Native What's American stuff happening. The, the crying Native American on the oh. canoe asking you to take care of the land. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. It was a commercial that was like an environmental. I think I may have, like, just erased that, because that sounds really upsetting. Yeah, the Disney movie was 95. This was 94. 94. But it's all in the same time, is what I'm saying. That was something that was a popular thing Thing, in, in, in American pop culture at the time, so... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because I, looking at this episode, it's like, I actually think the story is actually very conducive to what we want to learn about Native American folks. Like to talk about, we were forced off of our land. We don't. We did not want to live in the Federation, so we found this planet. And now you're forcing us off of this one too. Like you know, as you said, do you see the fucking irony? Yeah. And the story here becomes a a moral one that I think actually fits really nicely and re- represents them in a very in a very a more clear a moral. Light. Here's the thing. Also, though, it's a moral thing that Picard is on the wrong side of completely the whole time. Yep. Like it's basically when because his he's hand, following orders. When his exactly yeah. when his mm-hmm. and you know we, can it's you like the return of if Dumb Picard. If, and Chris Chris will get this. If only there was a hot lady that Picard liked among <laughs> among the Native Americans, mm-hmm. because I'm sure he would have resisted uh, Nachea's orders more. That's the thing. I kind of wish more of this episode had been less. You know, I it, the Is that fucking Miramani reference or what. No, there's a there's a future TNG related 
piece of media that we will cover where it's basically the same plot as oh, this. Okay. Only Picard Sorry. takes the exact opposite Got side. Well, maybe he learned from his things. No, he just wants to fuck someone. Um, okay. Miramani, yeah. What, what, I, like, the Traveler ruins the episode. Because he really does, again, he really brings up, like, the most stereotypical bullshit. It would have been better if Wesley just came to this on his own without, like, getting high and seeing Dad. Like, you've already got Wesley sort of doubting his place in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. And if the story just grew organically from him being like, this this is bullshit. Guys? Anyone else? Uh, okay. Fuck Starfleet. And that's still part of it. But the epiphany is, got high, saw Dad. Don't follow in my footsteps, son. And that, to me, weakens him coming, like, his his character growth. Because he didn't come to it on his own. He came to it on a weird traveler-induced and vision. And do me a favor and kill Picard. <laughs> no reason. The thing is, though, is that no matter what reason he decided to go in this other direction, he's being such a whiny little bitch at the beginning that... There was no saving it, in my opinion, because he's just being such a petulant shithead. Yeah, he's like 18, but acting like he's going through puberty. Yeah, like, get out of here. You're not a child. This is not appropriate. Like, no, he And arguably, he never got, like, a childhood, maybe, but that was because he was always fucking wonder-boying it up and showing off and being a little turd. It's like, he, he there's no middle ground for Wesley. He can't be a normal kid... And now he can't just be, like, a normal fucking adult. I mean, yeah, again, well, I'm glad that he had the moral epiphany because somebody had to stop that shit. But everything else leading up to it, it's like, yeah. it's like, dude, here's a fucking copy of The Cure's Greatest Hits and, like, I don't know what else. Yeah, well, Some, again, something that's else just, that's emo. Like, that's go just, right ahead. Some black mascara. Yeah. And some pants with lots of buckles. That's just the bad writing of this episode. Like, again, if they'd written him well as having sort of an adult conflict, which he was having, but they presented it as you said sort of a petulant teenager conflict mm. it just yeah. made him it, like he reverted to like season one wesley like, mm. he, very he, annoying. he did act like a prick but I, i'll say this like i i identified somewhat with with what he was going through in this episode mm. in just that you know he had had his whole life essentially this thrust upon him these expectations that you know yeah. he was going to follow his father's footsteps he's going to go to Starfleet you, Academy you, you know he's basically Mozart right yeah he's going to be he's going to be you know he's this genius everybody loves him he's been he's the acting ensign and then he goes to school and fi- figures out oh you know I don't really f- think I want to fulfill that Locarno's not here anymore, so I don't know whose hair to copy. So, if like, I follow orders, I might just kill a friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, like... I kind of wanted him to bring that up. Yeah. Be like, okay, okay, wait a minute, John. Well, we I thought they were leading to that. We already yeah. brought that up with Cedo Jackson, which was... No, no, but I wanted, like, Wesley to just kind of flip it around. Be like, wait a minute, Johnny. All that stuff <laughs> about, like, doing the right thing in the Academy, and now you're... Doing this? Oh, that would be. A I mean, it really. I mean, it's a, that's a different thing, though, because in 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 the academy thing, it was to tell the truth. Well, that's true. But either way, if you can boil it down to just doing the right thing, Does Picard the... is not doing the right thing, mm. like at all. It feels like character assassination to justify Wesley going off on his. It journey. really does. Yeah. Like, it also seems like interesting that, that Picard was assigned this mission without like a diplomatic envoy. You know. Yeah, well, he's got they, Troy. They I was gonna say they probably figured he's got an empath. Uh, fine. Yeah. He's also like a wonderkind of captains, right? Yeah. Troy, yeah, Troy can sense that all the people on, what's the planet? Dorvan 5 are pissed <laughs> off at you. They seem really pissed. Well, you know, it's, it's, that's the thing. We all know the reason he got this mission was destiny to mm. wipe that stain on his whatever. Yeah, 23 generations ago. So emphatically How many years unnecessary. Is that? Like, when, yeah, when was I, his family supposed to have done? Because I think of generations. They say being 1600s like, or 16th century. That's and, way more than 23 generations. Yeah. Then. But also the fact that, like, generations at this point are like 137 years oh, old, yeah, right? Isn't that true. like the average lifespan? That's yeah. a good point. But generation tends to be like every 20 to 30 years. Yeah, it's whenever you start whelping children. That's true. Whelping. That's a good word. Whelping is a great word. Yeah, so you can say that you might get four generations per century. Okay, so... And then if we're saying it's 700 years, say... So that's 28... Yeah. Generations. But you could say that maybe maybe some of them had ch- children late in life. I don't know. 
I don't know. Perhaps. Who knows? I was just curious. I didn't. I missed the 1600s bit or the 16th century bit, so I wasn't sure. Yeah. But I was like, 23, 23 generations ago seems like the 1900s. So well, it was, I don't. It was whenever the Spaniards were, were in. You know, were were wiping Native Americans out in that part of the. When did that happen? Yeah, generally from the 1490s through whenever the English oh, yeah, started right. doing it Columbus in the 1700s. Yeah, of course, you, know what, you know what pissed mm. me off for just convenience's sake? Is that the ancestor is also a Picard. Mm. Right. So it specifically goes down the the paternal line. Like it couldn't even have been like, can we even make sort of a Spanish version of the name? Picard. Picard. Oh, so, wait, so how many generations did they say? 23. Okay, so 23 generations. So let's say Jean-Luc Picard, 23 generations earlier, would have, you know, so he has two parents, two parents, so two to the power of 23 is how many ancestors Picard has, Jean-Luc Picard has in the 23rd removed generation. Right, there are so many surnames to choose from. Yeah, so like the fact that it just happens to be the one Picard out of... Two to the twenty-third power is like well, the traveler in the it. in the trillions <laughs> easily, right? Having said that, I mean there is a lot of I mean to this day even, but even especially in the past, like there was a lot of movement between yeah, um, trillions, billions between you know countries. He could have that, that Picard could have been a Frenchman who was just working with the Spanish military for some reason, so he could still have the French name. And also, you did have that it, it, but once upon a time you would sort of. You would be referred to, they, they would localize your name mm. when you went places. Mm. Two to the 23rd power is 8,388,608. Oh. So that's, fair, that's a some, lot of grandparents. To be fair, yeah. there's probably a lot of overlap yeah, when you so get I'm back sure there is a lot of Yeah. People used to um, die younger. What? <laughs> you heard him. Yeah, it made sense in my head, not once it <laughs> fell out of my mouth. Um... <laughs> But also... I mean, uh, he's not wrong. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> From studying genealogy, I know that, like, most people can't go back three generations on every line without hitting a non-paternal event. So the yeah. fact that this guy was related to Picard 23 generations ago, and they're 100% sure of that, mm. not There's accurate. probably tons of people who are related to this guy as well. That, that's well, you know, they weren't sure of it, but then it was convenient to the plot, so they were like, you know what, that fits <laughs> yeah. perfectly. There, there should have been a moment... was dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb thing dumb, to put in the dumb. show. There should have been a moment at the end where Picard is sitting in a computer and he's like, <laughs> I'm not related to that asshole! That guy's just fucking with me! He just made up... Son no, of a bitch! Made up a name. <laughs> made up a name. There was, there was no officer named Picard at all. That's the thing. I doubt, even now, you can find records of random ass soldiers from that era. Like, no one who wasn't a famous fucking general or aristocrat had records survive to the 24th century. Well, maybe this is like, um... It's like an oral they do, they, they're, they're going Assassin's Creed on this shit, so they've <sighs> actually just, like, been able to plug into your the, the past of everybody on your, your line just by playing with your DNA. Honestly, I I, I, I... I like this episode for the most part. I don't think that the... I don't think that the ancient Picard thing added anything, no. and I think I think it actually cheapened mm-hmm. Picard's arc in this because it made it seem kind of like he did the right thing in the end. Only because it was personal. Because, yeah, because it was a personal connection versus him doing it because it was the right thing. And then I, the other thing about this episode is I do feel like a lot of the Wesley shit was just kind of jammed in to be Such like, let's give shit. a conclusion to Wesley's story. We didn't need a conclusion. He fucking went away. We were all happy. Why did we have to bring him back? <laughs> no, I he had that great cameo where he had one line and we were like, oh good, he's finally become a fucking well-adjusted, respectable time- human being. That was in an alternate timeline. Yeah, so what? We had to be in this fucking timeline where he was a petulant little turd? No, I, like, I could have done without it. It's tip, it's it's his character though. They did a great job with his character. I I and the thing is, I like where Wesley goes. I like that they finished his character in this way because you know, years and years and years ago, seven years ago, they're like, man, the traveler says Wesley's a genius and we should foster him and do this stuff, uh, foster his talent and all of this. And it's and it's like, okay, I guess he's in Starfleet and not doing anything special when he's supposed to be the most special boy who ever lived. He helped cover up a murder. Not a lot of people get to do that in their lifetime. That's true. That's pretty special. But does, uh, so here's the thing though, right? So now is, is Wesley, is he like, 
transcending? Like, or that seems to be the implication. You're a, yeah. you're a wizard, Wesley. See, last yeah. episode it was devolving. This episode it's evolving. De-evolving. Oh, yeah. Sorry. E devolving. E D M music. Because yeah, it still doesn't really explain his importance. Like, it, it like if it was He's like going to be a traveler. If he too. had somehow solved the issue with the Native Americans. Somehow, or if he had contributed then anything, just, then it's just Wesley saving the day again, which we got what away he from. Does. Yeah. But, the thing, well, but see, it's also Wesley, just like, why is he there? Like, why does it give no one gives a shit? Wesley is helping cause Voyager. Explain. This has got to be the start of the Maquis, right? Uh, oh, they, they they dropped that thread from the plot. Did they? There was going to be a Maquis thing. What's okay. a, what is this? You'll learn we'll about see them it later. We, we've we've seen Great. the Maquis. No, we haven't. Oh no, we saw the no, we already saw the start. I think of the Maquis, kinda. Did we? I thought this was it. I don't. I don't. I don't know enough about. We'll the get Maquis. to when we get to well, the Maquis. Well, the Maquis. I, I, there's a there's a there's an episode the that we'll cover in a couple of weeks. I think that's more about this. Okay. Awesome. But we did have like the the Bajoran. It's really the Bajoran. Um, remember the episode with the first episode with Roe. Yeah, with the Bajorans, like that. I feel like was a precursor to the Maquis. Those, mm, those, that's Bajor, fair. those Bajoran militants. Anyway, getting back to Picard. Picard is actually way better at parenting than anyone would have thought. Because when Bev is like, I'm worried about Wesley. He's acting so mopey and being mean to Jordy. Picard's like, yeah, he's a teenage boy. That's what they do. Maybe you should leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, everyone likes to be mean to Jordy sometimes. <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> have you seen what he did with Leia Brahms? I'm going to go be mean to Jordy now. Doesn't it seem as though the... It's possible that the Federation Cardassian <laughs> Treaty is sounding more and more like bullshit. Like, why? Well, consider so everybody that we know that has had anything to do with it is pissed off about it. Yep. Like, including we had, the Cardassians. So, like, well, like Ro, well, like Ro Laren and yeah. the and the and the that episode, right? Ensign Ro. And Ensign Ro. You know, the Bajorans weren't weren't happy with the situation. When are the Bajorans? Happy? That's true. You know, we have uh, Captain Maxwell, Maxwell, who pretty much more or less uncovered the fucking shit. We have Picard getting captured by uh, David Warner, David Warner, and tortured. You know, we ha- we you know, and there's been other. Oh, we have um, you know the incident that uh, where we're still spying on them, and yes. we got Cedo killed. And uh, yeah, so there's lots of fucking problems. Yeah, here. No, this this is a, this is a, a treaty that was never destined to end well. Yeah, this, like you this, feel like this is the, this is the treaty of um, Versailles. No, Algeron. The one that ended World War One was that the Treaty of Versailles? Yeah, Treaty of Versailles. Where it was just like World War Two. Oh, I don't fucking know. Either way, it's one of those treaties. It feels like this is just a band aid, and this is going to get worse later. Mm, yeah. That's what DS9 is for. <laughs> yeah, it, de- it definitely... And it seems to me like this this Cardassian stuff is not going well. No. And every time we have an interaction with Cardassians, it's not going to be good. No, it's it's very bad. Also, yes, Treaty Versailles did end World War One. That's what I thought. Oh, I stand corrected. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I said, like, no one... Federation doesn't seem to like it. The Cardassians don't seem to like it. Like, Neche mentions, you know, no one was completely happy. It's like, no one seemed to be at all happy. <laughs> like, even remotely. This took three years to work out, and it's still this bad? Honestly, How incompetent is the Federation? Honestly, they should have sent Jellico on this mission. Ugh. He'd get it done. He'd get it done. He'd get it done. And then when the Cardassians showed up, he'd make them sit across the table. Make them wait for a while while they sued. Fucking dingbat. So here's the Love thing is, Jellico. the only way I can now envision Jellico is how he's portrayed in the Star, T- Star Trek shitposting group. So as far as I'm concerned, Jellico just tells bad dad jokes all the time. I, he's I, like, Jellico, if, if the Star Trek shitposting group was actually Jellico, would be like my favorite character in the show. Yeah, no, I love that <laughs> version of Jellico, just telling dumb jokes and confounding everyone. But uh, Captain Jellico, what rhymes with orange? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so good like it's just so good I'm glad Kelly's impressed it's really it's, it's really funny that shit it, it's anyway yeah keep but yeah. that in your back pocket for yeah. when uh, when when the boy knows you know when what little humor what oranges are yeah get and, and can understand um, Jake what schemes? are you doing to your placemat now he's doodling on it I'm okay. coloring I'm coloring the placemat side making is taking it, on a new dimension. Right, all right. Making it the I'll worst it. the worst placemat it can be. Yeah, no, this this episode was underwhelming for me. 
I just it's feel a, like it's in the middle of my math pile. It but feels I didn't like hate it. another draft could have made it good, maybe even great. But it was lacking that. Yeah, Certainly, there, there it, were definitely elements of good there that just didn't. It benefits from being on the heels of Genesis. Because <laughs> oh most my things, god, most things would. Holy shit, that was bad. Yeah, I just felt like I was cringing every time someone said the word Indian. Yeah, and yeah. that was taking me out of you know really paying attention to everything. It's the else. future. Like, I have new words for everything. Now. Even the Cardassians say yeah. Indian. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No. And they're and they're being filtered through translate. Exactly. It does seem weird considering the time period. It also kind of bothered me that like they set up this village and there's no sign of any technology. Like we know they have it because they I had know. to get there. They must have been on a generational ship because they it took them two hundred years to find well, this place. Right? I think it's generation. They they bopped to a couple different planets. Yeah, it sounds like they they, they like they, they moved a to a planet where like place. this place kind of sucks. They went to another planet. And they're like, oh wait, we're just in New Jersey. They went to another planet and they were like, no. Then they got to this planet and for whatever reason they were like, yeah, yeah. I will admit to. I guess it does sort of help knowing that the most awful like stereotype character was actually someone play acting. Yeah. Could could have done without the pan flutes in the score. Yeah, there's that a was, lot of that was a, a bit mm, yeah, guys. I caught that too. Not one person, not just like like I know they were trying to preserve their culture, but like everyone dressed in very same samey sort of garb. Like they become a monoculture. That's every culture that that Star Trek visits. I know, so. but they, 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 like this is the one where they could have like mixed it up a little for fun. I mean, not the Star Trek that. people themselves are well, all in the same jumpsuit, in, except for Troy when she feels like wearing athleisure. <laughs> yeah, but they're in the military. At least they have a reason. They're required to look the Troy same. Troy has to always be prepared to athleisure. do yoga at, at the top of a hat. <laughs> That's a word I always forget and always gives me athleisure. a Athleisure? Yeah. Well, all right. Well, so we've dealt with Wesley being a bad son. And becoming a proto-Q, I guess. And letting mm-hmm. all of us down. So let's have some other... Uh, bad sons. Some other ch- child letdowns next week on our show. I we smell cover, Alexander. We'll cover <laughs> oh, Firstborn and Bloodlines. <laughs> wow, they really... They really pulled out all the stops this season, making every episode about someone's child. So those are coming up next time on our show, The Stars to Hear Her By. Listen, Spock's children are amazing. Until next time. And Fluffy. They're so fucking cute! You can hear our internet on the internet at Star Trek, Star to Hear Her By. Search that on Google. Star to Hear Her By. Go to Facebook. Find Star to Hear Her By. And... Twumbler and Twiddler 2, SSHBpodcast.com slash website. Nope. Great. And then. <laughs> no, he's right. Slash website. That's exactly right. <laughs> and then find us on YouTube at Star Trek. YouTube. No, we're not. He's the webmaster. He could do that. We could True. also have. Oh, it's not iTunes anymore. That's right. They sunset oh, at iTunes. Yeah. So yeah, you don't find us on iTunes. So, so fuck Apple, you if you're Apple, an Apple, Apple or podcasts. I think. Yeah, well, fuck you, Apple. We're gonna. We're still on iTunes. We're not switching. We I, refuse. I, I, I think. I think it automatically happened. No, we're on. We're iTunes. So go to iTunes. Wait, are you saying we're not on iTunes? We're not on iTunes. Well, no one's on iTunes. iTunes, iTunes is gone. iTunes is gone. It has been changed into Apple Podcasts. Is Google still called Google Tunes? It's never been called that. It was never called that, that, no. Well, find us there, too. (laughs) And you can always find us on our home on the web for music listening sounds on SoundCloud. This just in, whoever took the hit out on Ortiz only offered eight grand. Can you imagine trying to kill David Ortiz and all you got was eight grand? Fuck. All right, go on. Uh, so my name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin. I'm Kelly. See you later, alligators. <laughs> in a while, crocodile. We never did figure out a good sign out for this. There were lots of series. alligators in Genesis. Come on. Yeah, you just didn't see any. And Spot was literally an iguana. So. Literally. That's, literally. They didn't even make up the cat. Yeah, no. They, they just was... put the cat's collar oh on an iguana. Oh my god, now I want they to see Spot oh dressed god. like an iguana. They should have dressed her in the little outfit they put the dog in. in um. Oh, in, um, yeah. Um, the furry with the horn. Two, two Kirks. Two Kirks. There. Enemy within. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> no, it's called Two Kirks. I think if you check, you'll find that that's correct. <laughs> <laughs>
thousand years ago mm-hmm. when you said, I want to be on a Wesley episode so I can tell my Wesley story. Oh. What's the Wesley story? So it, it's that Will Wheaton, um, I met him at PAX East, the, huh. the first ever PAX East. Neat. And did you hit on him a little? I, I totally a did. <laughs> and he was game for it. <gasps> I mean, in the sense that, you know, I flirted with him and he flirted back. Oh. I told him that I had a giant crush on him when I was growing up and that he was my first crush ever. And he just looked me up and down for like a solid 10 seconds and then said, you grew up good. That's, are you that's, kidding me? Yeah. I don't know how to that's feel about that. Will Wheaton. This is before the Me Too era. Um, <laughs> Better have been before but, he met his wife. because uh, I think it was after. Oh, yeah. Will. Come on, yeah. man. I mean, but, Kelly is a fox. Spec that as Will Riker, not Will Wheaton. Yeah, Hi. That was good. I like that. Thank you. Well, that's a cool story, bro. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It actually, it's kind of a cool story. <laughs> you know, I, I have no celebrity encounter stories, so. Yeah, better than the time I was felt up by uh, Ed from Bare Naked Ladies, but. Oh. Yeah. Which which Bruins player did you hold the door for once? Uh, Lucic. Look, I forgot about Milan Lucic. Yeah. Oh, Lucic, right. is that how you say it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he kind of sucks now. He plays for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, All the good ones leave. Just Mo- like men. Birthday's <laughs> here forever. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Be sure to tip your yeoman. Char will never retire. <laughs> never. <laughs>